This is Almost 107, a Fanshawe College Journalism student podcast. Get real. A little different for me, though. Like, um, I remember this one time on an AAU trip. It was like we were just talking with our coach, and he's like, you guys aren't really planning a lot of work. Like, what is your goals? Like, where are you trying to go? And and then kind of asked, like, like who's trying to go play college? And, like, I raised my hands, and then he's like, who's trying to go pro? And I put it down, like, pro's, little, pro's the next level. Like, pro's crazy. But a lot of people have ambitions to just go to college and play college ball, go play college or do whatever in college. That, that's really the next step in high school when you really think about it. So that's why I was always I always thought college was the next step you feel me 100 percent. yeah especially like i I, pl- I played on shade and sharp's basketball team when i was mm-hmm. younger Damn. and like watching that dude progress and stuff like that like i always thought the same thing right you know you want to go to the league yeah, you want to be yeah. the best of the best and then you see some dude who's actually bound yeah. to be like best of the best mm-hmm. and it's like it, it humbles you like yeah, severely because sure. then you're yeah. going like oh my goodness like yeah. th- that guy is so much better than me and he's not even close to being the best yeah and then, like, that puts it in perspective for me and, like, the percentage of kids that actually, like, make fulfill it. their dreams or make yeah. it, right? Yeah. It, it's crazy to think about. Yeah, that's what un- motivated me, too, because, like, back in the day, I was just hooping for myself, and then that's kind of how it changed. Now I'm, like, I'm hooping for other people, hooping for my family. So I'm, like, that's where my motivation comes from. When I was hooping for myself, I was just, like, you know what? Like, F it. Like, I don't want to do this anymore. You know, it's easy to be unmotivated. But when you're, like, I'm going to do it for other people, it's easy to just keep going and just put that grind in and get, get to where you want to get to, so... Yeah, with uh, playing in the OCAA, um, it doesn't get as many opportunities as like playing in OUA or even basketball in the states in the NCAA. Is do you think there's like a way that the OCAA could like provide more opportunities pr- uh, after an athlete would age out? Uh, like, do you think? I mean, like it's still a business. Right, yeah. like with with U Sports and OCAA, yeah. And I think that like within that, like when you go play for a university, right? University has more facilities; they got more money. Like it is what it is. Like when you look at like a university degree or a college degree, like I think it's looked at kind of similarly in yeah. terms of like a like a level of sport, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, that's how it is. And like you like a college team can still go play in U Sports and beat a U Sports team. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but you know, like the level of competition, we'll say yeah. as a whole, I don't know if it's the, exactly. the exact same. And it's, it's like just kind of how sports are looked at in Canada. Like, you know, it's like they're not going to like they already have the narrative where it's like you sports is the highest thing that can happen. And then college is just college. Like, you know, like it, like college is the lower level. That, that's just the narrative. That's just how it's looked at. No matter like even though everyone knows that college teams can hoop with the university teams, they just know that like they're going to keep that narrative. So it's like if you want to be great, go to university just to make it easy. You know, we don't have to deal with any of that because it's just basketball in Canada in general. So. I just feel like it's tougher in Canada to in terms of basketball because it's not basketball is in Canada's sport like you know like it's hockey and lacrosse and stuff like that so mm-hmm. it's tougher to make it out here but there's still there's still ways you can go avenues you know like if you're passionate enough and if you love the game enough you can definitely find a way but it's more difficult here than obviously if I was in America or even like some countries in Europe yeah yeah, even like with like, like JUCO in the states, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Like you go to JUCO and it's like I'm I'm going with D one. Like yeah. If you kill a JUCO, like you're gonna go play D one. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But if you kill in college, you might not go play for your local university. Literally, after literally, that, right? Literally. Like so, it, it's, it's different. It's just that like, mm-hmm. values for real, for real. Is there 
I'm not quite familiar with, but is there like a lot of opportunity for Canadian athletes to maybe take that JUCO route and then take that step into the NCAA? Like, have you guys ever found any opportunity to play in America? Like, you need, it's all about connections. Like, you need to, you need to know, like, certain people. And then, like, the same thing with Canada. Like, they're not going to respect a Canadian hooper as much as they respect a, an American hooper. So if you're coming from Canada and you want to go over there, <clears throat> You better be doing something different. You better be at least six eight. You better have a wingspan, something they can work with. So it's tougher just kind of being, you know, somewhat of an average type hooper type build and stuff like that. And if if you are, you're gonna need connections to to get to that next level, like in the states. Sports yeah. is a political thing. Yeah. It's it's who you know, where you've been, where you played before, who you played with. So it's a lot of that, and especially in the states. What he was saying, when you if you're if you're an anomaly, yeah, you'll find a way. But if you're just out there hooping in the wreck, it's almost not gonna happen. Yeah, especially with like social media nowadays. Like you got like slam university, slam high school, yeah, right? Everything yeah. and like dudes getting their highlights. Like some fourteen year old kid is Literally. doing windmills, right? Yeah, and that kid is gonna be just because he did one highlight, he's gonna be looked at over and over and over exactly. again. He might not be as good as a guy who's averaging thirty in Canada, yeah. but because he's got all these athleticism traits or athletic traits and all, yeah. like you're getting like the credit on social media. Exactly, more present in everyone's mind. It's kind of like uh, Mac McClung, right? Yeah, yeah. like yeah. wouldn't say he's the best hooper out there. Like he can play basketball, but yeah. he got so much attention yeah. on social mm -hmm. media that. Yeah for one part of his game like that yeah, yeah 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 so like i know for you guys most of your careers after basketball or after college basketball will like won't continue with if you go back and look on your career playing as a young as a young kid <laughs> your first com like competitive basketball game and coming up to your last like how do you how would you put your career into perspective like how do you feel leaving the sport yeah uh I mean, like, it's all worth it, you know? It's like, it's not only about the sport. I feel like at the end of the day, you develop character traits that are gonna last a lifetime. You make friends that are gonna last a lifetime. You know, you, you get the grit, you're on the grind. Our coach always tells us the part he misses the most is the grind, and that's that's true. Like, it's, it's you know, as long as we have the opportunity to put in work every day, work on our craft every day, get better, that's all we can ask for. So that's what we've been doing. And um, it's great to look back and see how much we've learned from the game, you know, from when we were little boys who thought that we were nice and thought that we were sick. You look back and you're like, yo, I could have added this to my game. I could have been doing that. So the room the room for improvement is a big part for me. I like just looking back and always learning, getting better every day. But yeah, that's it for me, yeah. Just like. Man, I forgot the question. What was the question? Uh, so. <laughs> Looking over your whole career from your first ever competitive basketball game and coming up to your last, like, how would you feel, like, about your career? Like, how do you put your career into words? It was it was a grind. It was, I felt, I, honestly, I kind of, I kind, I kind of, I'm appreciative of what uh, how it's gone. Like, I, I thought I was done playing after high school. COVID shut everything down, and I thought I was done. And then come back, start working hard, getting that passion back. Yeah, that, that's what it really it's all about. It's, it's a passion of mine. So I, as long as I'm fulfilling that. And I, another thing is my mom paid for all of that in high school. She was taking her time out of her days to come watch me come bring me the game. So now that I've kind of made it kind of paid off what she's doing, what she did. That, that's a big, big part of it. I feel like. Yeah. Just, yeah, doing it for the family.
100%, yeah, I'm with those two. Yeah. It's, yeah. And, like, I mean, you still know the fundamentals and stuff of basketball. Would, like, coaching be anywhere in your career path? Yeah. I mean, I've coached already. I've already, you know, done coaching this summer. um, And I liked it, but, like, to dedicate my whole, the rest of my life to it, I feel like, I don't know, you have to really have a dying passion for the game and, like, you know, for kids and working, just making that your life. I don't know if if it if it ends up being that way, it'll be that way. But I don't know if that's my calling. But coaching, it's it's still a great path, you know, because you're surrounded by the game, you're influencing the next generation. You know, you're giving your personal input to some kids who might potentially make it out. So mm. it's a good route. But I don't know if it's for me though. So yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to shout out the Oakville Panthers right now. You know, <laughs> home team that we made this summer. My little brother's out there doing that, uh, and his dad. Coaching is coaching is a lot of work. I could see myself maybe training or assistant coach, but being a head coach, I don't, like that's it's a different it's it's a different side of the bat like the the game. Yeah, it's a lot of work. It's really getting on the kids to want to do better, and that that's a little hard. Like if they're not passionate about it, if they don't want to do it bringing them to want to succeed is hard so that's why i don't know if i could do coaching but like management i see and on a team so creating a team that's 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 a game a part of the game i really like to do Mm -hmm. i can see myself doing yeah i'm with gabe there like you know i think that if you're a coach like you gotta be all in on your team right because if you're not all in, like, how's your team going to be all in for you, right, for what you're saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think you really got to, like, know that it's something you want to do and that you're passionate about. But, like, I think I, similar to Gabe as well, like, I do, like, the personal training, like, one-on-one stuff, you know? Like, mm-hmm. evol- like get one player to evolve into, like, the best thing that they can be and, like, see the things that I'm doing with them, like, pay off on the court, right? Yeah. And see that kid, you know, accomplish his dreams or, like, progress well. So I think that'd be more along uh, my end of the line. Yeah. And I know, like, a lot of uh, professional athletes talk about this when they retire. And it's just that transition from basketball seven days a week or whatever sport it is. And I don't think it gets talked about enough that, like, college and university athletes still put in that same amount of work, too, basketball seven days a week. How how do you guys think that trans? you guys will handle that transition personally from balling every day to... Well, like I said earlier, it's like those habits that created those characteristics that created like I'm gonna still work hard every day, but maybe it's not gonna be basketball. Instead, I'm gonna be working on my business. Instead, I'm gonna be working on my school. I'm just gonna apply that same passion, that same grit, same hard work I have, but just to a different area of my life if it's not basketball. So that's why I appreciate the sport because regardless, it just it showed you hard work pays off. You gotta keep grinding no matter what you're doing. So just applying that energy somewhere else that's gonna be useful to my life. Yeah, just with that, like, just because it's basketball, it's the way you are on the court is the way you're going to be throughout life. If you're, a, if you're a slacker on the court, if you're not really working hard on the court or off the court too, you're not going to, it's, it's going to apply the same in life. Like, so. Like, yeah, they say you play, like, like that's why, like, our coach always says, like, he likes seeing how people play on the court because it, it, it shows how you live your life. Like, you know, if you're not going to dive on that loose ball and you're not going to go for that big moment or that big opportunity in your life because that's just the type of person you are. So it, it says a lot, and you can apply it to your life. So, 100%, yeah. Like, 
I'm in sales. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I try, like, you know I mean? I'm insurance, something like that. Like, yeah. It's a competitive environment, you know? You want to make more than the guy sitting in the office next to you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like, sure. he's probably going after the same dude you're trying to make money off as well, right? Yeah. So, it just, it's competitive, right? Like, if you're a competitive person, I think it, it transfers outside of sport. And like, that's the biggest thing, right? Yeah. If you mm -hmm. want it, you can, you can do it, right? Yeah. And just talking about how you were talking about, like, what your coach said and, like, how you act on the court is how you act in life. Going through all your coaches, like what's like one thing that has stuck with you ever since you heard it and what, how will you carry that on for the rest of your life? Uh, for me, like, I, I can just remember from like, when I first started playing basketball, my very first rep team, my very first coaches, I cheer at the end of practice was always hard work. He says hard work and we'd always say pays off. And that just like engraved in all of our mind, even the guys that were on that team that aren't hooping anymore, I know that they still apply that to their life to this day. So that that was just a, a saying that always stuck with me and that I could always remember. But all of my coaches have said great things to me that influenced my life and have shown me great things. But the hard work pays off is definitely a saying I, I live by every day and that that definitely resonated with me. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, honestly, <laughs> this question is really making me think back. Like, coaches really do have a big impact on their, the t kids' lives. Like, um, shoot. I remember just one time we were in practice and we were doing suicides and one kid was jogging. And I don't know why the coach got on his head for jogging. But now when I link, bleh, think back on it, it's not because he wanted him to work harder or push himself, or he wanted him to push himself. Yeah. So that's what, like, now I really think about it is they just want the best out of the kids. So that's, that's what I'll take, like, always wanting the best, wanting the best for the person to put them to their best, if that makes sense. Like, Absolutely. Yeah. You know, there is a hidden message yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somewhere. Somewhere. Read between the lines. I try to get some yeah. Uh -huh. no, I'm, I'm with I'm with Gabe there though. Like I think uh, the biggest thing for me, like it, it may not be a saying, but like you know, the, like your coach, right? Imagine that's like the people in your life supporting you. You know, the coaching staff. Imagine that's your family. Call it right. Mm -hmm. Like they can give you all the tools and tell you all the things that you need to do, but they can't do it for you, mm -hmm. right? So. I think that's the biggest thing that I took out of it. Like, mm -hmm. you can go in there with like all the most positive things around you, yeah. but then just like not do anything for yourself and you're screwed, right? Yeah. yeah. But if you go in there and you have all these positive things around you and you put it all together and you work hard, like chances are you're probably gonna be pretty yeah. darn good at it. That's a fact. That's a fact. Yeah. Like, that's a good way to put it. Mm -hmm. That's 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 a great way to put it, man. <laughs> yeah. Nah, because like you like you were saying, like you can have the world's greatest coach, you can have the world's greatest trainer, but if you don't want it yourself, if you're not gonna put in that work. It's useless. Mm -hmm. So that's life too, you know. Like yeah. you, you, you have all this great. You have you can talk the talk, but you have to walk it too. And then that's really how everything comes together. So, mm -hmm. so like one more thing that a lot of retired athletes talk about is that locker room brotherhood and how important is that to keep those connections after basketball? Yeah. It's important, like, yeah, like, uh, we always hear, like, you know, like, the friends that you make on your basketball team are going to be the friends for the rest of your life. Like, you know, you'll, it's, 
those guys that you met on the basketball team, you're going to be just drawn to them more close to them than you would a, a guy that was just in your classroom because you guys go to war together. You guys know what work you put in together. You guys have been through different experiences together that not everyone can relate to. So it's just something that, you know, lasts a lifetime. When you see those guys, even when you haven't seen them in, you know, five, ten years, but you see them and just all the memories come back, you remember everything. And I think that's just what it was, just the, the shared, like, trauma, the shared gr- grind, like everything that we've been through together. Mm-hmm. We're just able to just look at each other and just like, just be like, yeah, bro, like we're brothers, like we've been through that. So that's a big thing. Yeah, like share values, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you open to the same thing. You, you went to the same work, we like spent, all that stuff. We spent, right? you know, we spent the time of our lives doing the same thing every day. Like, you know, like we were like, we we all dedicated like, like 10 hours a week. The collective goal, like, right? You know, yeah, so. y'all bought in. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like though, I guess you also really appreciate when they hit their goals too like talking about you you play with Shaden now probably seeing him in the NBA you probably like crazy Damn, I remember yeah. the early mornings late nights with him Type shit. those games with him and now you're watching them on TV and like he really did it mm. some people just, like, you want other guys just watching that aren't going to appreciate it like that but you really really probably locked in um, stuff like that just that, those are my brothers yeah I'm going to be always happy for them Always, yeah. And I'm sure for you, Spence, it's like, wow, I played basketball with this guy, now he just put a guy on a poster, you know what I mean, yeah, in the NBA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, That's you, you can never think, like, I don't know, was it, like, 10 or so years ago? I don't even know. But you get the point, right? Like, it's yeah. like a long time ago. Like, you would never think. Yeah. Like, he's like, wow, he's so good at basketball. Like, yeah, you can't assume that. No, mm-hmm. like, it's it, it's crazy. It's mm-hmm. absolutely crazy. And then especially with, like, being the second overall pick, right? Yeah. All the drama, like, the whole world of basketball knows your name. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. that you are, like, a high flyer and, like, you're, like, you're tough. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? It's crazy. Yeah, but, I mean, the growth of Canadian basketball starts with, the guys playing Canadian basketball and like in the past how many years how many Canadians have been selected in the NBA top five right I mean some of them haven't worked out but it starts with the guys in college basketball in Canada right Mm -hmm. they are competing every day and it's you guys who are doing that and making the development of Canadian basketball players better and like, how does, do you guys ever realize that? Like, I know going to like a Fanshawe basketball game, there's always sometimes a high school team there mm-hmm. and they're watching and they're watching you dunk the ball, they're watching you shoot your shot from anywhere and it going in and they're like, man, I want to do that, work so hard. Yeah. Have you guys ever taken that in and been like? Yeah, honestly, yo, like, I haven't even had the time to, to take in the influence we have in the situation we're in right now just because we're so caught up on the grind every day but when you bring it up it's true you know looking back like there are kids that look up to us there are you know other people that look up to us and like we just we have fans and stuff we don't even realize just because we're just we're just on the grind we're just every day we're putting in work every day we're trying to get better and just you know chase our dreams so now that you say that yeah I realize we we have a big influence and it's like it's, it kind of all makes sense. We're grinding this hard. We're doing what we have to do, but this is what you have to do at this level because they're those little kids in high school who they don't know about the grind yet. They haven't started this grind, but once they get here, they realize and they see the the benefits of putting in that work. So yeah, for me, I, I'm a I'm a big brother, so I always got someone watching me, trying to trying to get like me, trying to be better than me. So that's what really motivates me, pushes me. 
but also at the same time I do forget about it. Like last game, I don't know if you remember, but we every time one player came out, there was this one little girl that came up and said, uh, "Congratulations, like have a good game." And that, those little things, you're like, "Why is she doing that?" Like we're just we're just playing for our school. Yeah. But she's really excited to come watch us. Every time we were dunking, you heard her scream on the sidelines. Like, it's that stuff that you you really don't think about, but you think about like like now you gotta go put on a show for her. You gonna try to get this win. So it's stuff like that. Yeah, you're yeah. as much of an entertainer as you are an athlete. For sure. Mm-hmm. Like just once you realize it's bigger than yourself, right? I think it just becomes a lot more meaningful to yourself. You know. Definitely. Absolutely. It's it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, I want to thank you guys for your time. I appreciate it, and I'm I'm glad we got to open up about basketball and what's next, and just the memories of coming through and yes, everything. Sir. So thank you guys for coming on. Yes, sir. Thank you for, for having us. us. Yeah. All right, um, thank you.